Welcome to Stepping into the Light with Julia Treat. That's me, your host from JuliaTreat.com. Welcome if you are, I'm laughing already. Welcome if you're new to my channel and thank you for listening. If you've been listening for months, weeks, years, um, I just had to giggle because I swear I was sitting watching TV. We were all chilled out. I got on here to record the podcast and here go Macy and Gracie. <laughs> they started wrestling immediately. And it's crazy. I get on to do a reading and they don't do anything. Gen- like they usually just sit there. Very, you know, once in a while I have to put them outside, but it's the podcast. I guess it's just their way of saying hello. Well, I had to take a big deep breath before I got on to record this one. It's crazy. So many things happen to me on a daily basis and I have all these ideas and I have to jot them down or I have to, you know, put them in my notes on my phone. Sometimes I voice record notes because I think I've got to talk about this, but because so much happens to me, I, I just, I, I never can get to it all. Even though this is a podcast that, you know, is posted usually five times a week. Sometimes I post repeats, sometimes I miss a day or two, and there's different reasons for that. But tonight, I had this, I had plans on talking about something else, and this came into my mind right before I got on to record, was to talk about the Me Too movement. Now, I'm going to tell you, starting out the gate that my take on things might be different than some of you, many of you, (coughs) excuse me. So you may not agree with me with what I'm going to say, or you may, but I'm just going to ask that you hear me out on this. Just hear me out. Just listen. Even though when you even hear the term me too movement, some people are like, I'm turning the fucking channel. I'm not even listening, but please listen to this. So I was asked recently by someone how I felt, or I'm not, I don't remember the exact terminology, but how I felt or what I thought about the Brett Kavanaugh nomination and everything that was happening with all of the women coming forward. I mean, the woman and then everyone, you know, all these women starting these marches and things. And, you know, as soon as I was asked, what do you feel or think about this? I just, I just inhaled and exhaled. And I said, my response might be different than a lot of other women. And I continued with, you know, for those of you who listen to my podcast over the years, you may have heard the podcast where I talk about being tied up and raped at 14 by a 19-year-old boy who I thought was my boyfriend. Who, you know, I, at 14 years old, you have a different idea of what a boyfriend is than what a 19-year-old has. <laughs> Just the truth. And when it came time to cross that bridge, 
in what he was wanting, I refused. And I had actually skipped school that day. So skip school. I'm hanging out with him and his friend and we're drinking beer and I'm 14 years old. And, um, you know, we went to his, if I recall, it was, I believe his friend's home. I don't know if they lived together. I don't remember, but went to his house and please, if you do tapping at all, like you've ever done tapping and this is triggering something in you, then just start tapping on this, on the points now. So you don't like get triggered by the story I'm going to tell, cause I'm not going to go into detail, but it's important to take you into the message that I know I'm supposed to deliver today. So please stick with me if you can. So I refused to make a long story short, not get to details. I was tied up. It happened anyway. I was, he was forced himself on me, um, yelling out to his friend didn't happen. And even to the point where, um, a tattoo of his initial was put on my left breast. So, and I want to point out too, I actually have, I just had a photo shoot for something I have coming up in December, an amazing program. For all of you women who need to step back into your goddessness, no matter, you know, regardless of what happened to you, and you will see in the photo shoot, you will see a butterfly on my left breast. That tattoo has morphed into many things. The first tattoo I had to cover it up. It's crazy that I think about it now, but it was three hearts intertwined with rainbow waves, which blows me away now that at... 19 years old before I knew anything about the rainbow crew before I ever found a heart rock or ever saw hearts in the clouds that I had a tattoo with hearts and rainbows. And then when I took a trip to Thailand, I had it changed again into a butterfly again, you know, universe giving me the wink, your metamorphosis is happening. Even if you aren't even aware of it, it's a truth. I'm just opening my door here. I think my dogs need out. Need out? No? Okay. So when I was asked, what are your thoughts or feelings about this whole Brit Kavanaugh thing? And it's, I mean, this is all part of that me, you know, that, I don't mean it that way, but the Me Too movement. I remember when it was going over Facebook, you know, I can't remember what it was, like tag me too or hashtag me too. And so many women that I work with, even if it's virtually online, or even that I knew personally, so many were putting the hashtag me too. And I wasn't, this wasn't a judgment thing, like, oh my God, you know, they're, they're, adding energy to this, I realized at that point that I was in an entirely different place. And again, this isn't a judgment thing. It's just wherever you are in your journey. And so number one, I didn't personally, emotionally, I didn't need to post the me too, hashtag me too, because first of all, that is not me. That is, that has nothing to do with who I am. What happened to me at 14 has nothing to do with who I am now. And I didn't look at it as giving any power away if I put me to. But what I realized when I was asked this recently, how do you feel about this? 
And I said, I have a completely different take on it than a lot of people, a lot of women. And I'm not, again, this is just where I am. I realized many years ago when I was calling on angels and God to help me heal my soul, whatever is needed, bring it on. What do I need to heal next? That was one of the first things that came up. I needed to let go of guilt. I needed to let go of shame. I needed to forgive not only myself, but that man, the young man that did that to me. Because what the angel showed me was, if anyone can do that to another human being, or anyone, any, any soul, that they have their own pain within. A healed, enlightened, beautiful soul that lives in unconditional love would, could never do something like this. Could never hurt another soul. So as I asked the angels to show me, I, I think I needed to see, not the pain in him so that I could relish in it. I needed to see the pain so I could understand why he deserved forgiveness. And so as the angels showed me this very wounded soul of this boy, because that's really what he was, an immature boy. Not even an immature boy does that stuff. That's not even what I mean. So scratch that. That's not even where I'm going with this. But when they started showing me this wounded soul, I felt so much compassion for him. I felt, I mean, just complete and utter compassion for him. This, this man that had raped me and changed my, well, what I thought he had changed my journey, when in fact he was just part of my my learning curve, if you will, because he taught me how I could forgive someone who would do something so terrible. And I, I truly, you know, you hear me talk about Kuan Yin a lot. Even though I was not consciously tuned into Kuan Yin at that time, I look back now and I know that she had all to do with being a part of that journey with me, of that forgiveness, because Kuan Yin, her forgiveness, the forgiveness she gave to others is like at the level of Jesus energy. So as I told this sweet soul sister that asked me how I felt about it all, I said, I've healed my wounds and I have forgiven the person that did that to me so long ago. And he wasn't the, the first and the last. I mean, I was molested as a child. I was, you know, I had a gun pointed at my head by a boyfriend when I was 19 and pregnant. Like, we all have our stories. We all have shit that happened. But I'll be damned if that's going to be my story. And I don't need someone to be persecuted or prosecuted in the public eye for me to find satisfaction. What I need to do, at least for me on my journey, is I need to give forgiveness. And that doesn't mean I called him up and said, hey, I forgive you for what you did 40 years ago. 
30 years ago. I'm not that old. But here goes Macy and Gracie <laughs> wrestling. So what it meant was that I could literally send the angels to him and ask him to heal whatever that meant for him because I want him to heal so that this doesn't happen to anyone else and that he can go through life and be this beautiful um, pillar of light and love. And I want to add one more thing too, because as I was watching, you know, I did watch some of the, um, oh gosh, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> I wanted to call them interrogations. <laughs> That's literally what I wanted to say. The proceedings, whatever, the, I'm lost for words tonight. The interrogations of uh, Kavanaugh. I sat there, and so this, I am not discounting her story, and I, I'm not, I, only whoever was involved knows what happened. And I'm going to say this, even if it happened, whatever she said happened. Are we really going to hold someone responsible when they were 17, 18, 19, stupid, drunk, a kid? We're not even grown up by then. Come on. For real? I mean, aren't we all trying to let go of the past, the bullshit, the, you know, quote unquote mistakes we made? Things that you do at 17, 18, 19 does not determine who you are at 40, 50, 60. Thank God. Not for most of us. So I sat there watching this man and this woman in these proceedings. And all I said, and then I watched how it just grew. And I would see these, these marches and women. And I would, hear, I would watch the monitor. And there's young girls yelling and screaming. And I'm seriously looking at them going, they don't even know what the fuck they are involved in. They are hurt, they are wounded, and they have found something to latch on to. I, I told Michael, I said, my boyfriend Michael, I said, Michael, I, we're watching the news one night. I said, look at, they look like zombies, like that zombie movies we used to watch when we were kids. That looks like, <laughs> these two dogs, that's what it looks like. So I hope you know that I am not making light of all of this, and I know that this all triggered something in some people. Some of you who've been violated. And ladies, let's be honest, there's a lot of men that have been violated too. They just, for some reason, don't have a voice, right? Let's stop being the victim. Let's call in our angels. Let's tap into God, to the Christ consciousness energy that is here. Jesus forgave those who were killing him torturing him and said, forgive them for they know not what they do. Let's tap into that. There are wounded souls doing what we consider bad things. I do not believe there are bad people. I believe there were souls doing bad things because they are hurt. And maybe they got hurt in this lifetime and maybe they got hurt in past lifetimes. But let's start loving that's what this whole shift, this ascension thing is all about. Don't join a group just because you don't know what the hell else you're supposed to be doing here. Heal your shit. Find a way to give forgiveness. Ask the angels to help you if you can't do that. 
there was so it was such a long time when I would ask the angels to go help him heal because and send love to him and others who have hurt me because I wasn't able to. There's even people right now that I ask the angels to send love to because I can't do it right now. But I ask them to help me move through this, to forgive it, to let it go. And in the meantime, you go give them love because I don't want to right now. That's okay. We're this divine light being having a human experience. It's okay when we have these things come up. But it's up to us to recognize them, to catch ourselves, to find a better way. We got to stop blaming everyone. All that does is keep you in victimhood. And sweethearts, my soul brothers and sisters, that's going to get you nowhere. Rise up. Forgive when it sounds like it's crazy to do so. Be a light for others. Be an example for others. I was, some of the people I look up to and even mentors of mine, past mentors, they were even writing me too. And I'm like, what? And then recently when this whole Brett Kavanaugh came on, this whole thing with him, one of my main mentors put this whole thing about if you've not been violated, then shut the fuck up. And I'm like, huh? Like it literally blew me away. But then I, and it wasn't a judgment thing, but I said, holy cow. Okay. This, this does not resonate with me anymore. We're all, and some of you are going to say, I don't resonate with Julia anymore after tonight. I'm recording this at night. That's why I said tonight. (laughs) And that's okay. Whatever you think, whatever you got to do. Tribes, soul families are coming together. Some are leaving others. It's all good. And another mentor put this whole blurb out and saying, blurb, I don't mean that disrespectful, by the way. This whole um, post, that's the right word, I guess. Saying that now she understands why she wanted to punch her husband every time he touched her. And I'm like, holy shit. Let's heal this shit already. Enough. And she, that was one of her most popular posts because everyone's like, like, love, yes, I am. I want to punch this guy. My husband still deals with this and blah, blah. And I'm like, good God, enough already. Heal your shit so that other relationships that you have, even current ones, don't have to suffer because you want to stay a victim. It's possible. I promise you I've done it. I healed it all. I'm still going. Universe drops stuff in my path all the time. Hey, what's the next thing? Bring it on, universe. What do we got to do next? Boom. Here it is. But I'm not going to hide. I want it to show up, even if it's painful. Because I am tired of it. I'm done done be a victim. I'm done playing small. I'm done being a people pleaser. I'm fucking done. I hope that speaks to you and I hope you can really see or feel the love and beauty in this message because that's what it's meant to do. I beg of you, If you have attached or 
put yourself in that that army of me too what if there's a different way or another way or a better way what if you could choose love because I'm telling you my friend that is your superpower I am sending love to you right now I am literally squeezing your hands so tight hope you can feel it we are in this together I don't care where you are in the world listening to this I've got you you've got me we're in this together our angels surrounding us we've got a massive team I am so so honored that you are part of mine I'll talk to you soon God bless.